Shoot Your Shot Sports presents If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, good morning, welcome, or night if you're listening to it at night. Or afternoon. Uh, if you're listening you to know, afternoon. maybe I should just not start with a time. Uh, welcome back to If It Has a Score. Happy January 25th. This is our last episode of the month, our last episode of our theme, New Beginnings. Uh, uh, so we're very excited for our bit today, wrap up the month, and to see who wins is two truths and a lie. Uh, but as always, we got to start with our news. Yes, so, we do. I can go you first go if you first? would like. Sure, I went first yeah. last week, so you yeah. go first this time. Switch it up a bit. Yeah, so... First, we have Ian Provorov, so NHL player for the Flyers. He boycotted the NHL's LGBTQ plus Pride Night by refusing to wear a Pride-themed jersey and play with a stick wrapped in a rainbow bride tape. So the Russian professional hockey player cited his Russian Orthodox religion was the reason. He stated, I respect everybody's choices. He then said, after the game, my choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. With that being said, there's people on both sides of the fence. Some are saying that this is going against creating a safe place for players to come out. And then some are saying that this is forced activism and they should have a choice in whether or not to participate. And then obviously, everybody choosing either not to speak up or in between. So the voice that I would like to broadcast though is Edmonton Oilers player Luke Prokup, uh, the first openly gay player under an NHL contract. He stated in his post on social media, there is a place for every LGBTQ2S plus athlete, fan, coach, team, staff member in sport as well as hockey. We shall continue to break barriers and show hockey is truly for everyone. So figure I ended off with somebody that actually has that perspective. Obviously, there's going to be analysts, journalists, other players that have their opinions. I don't want to delve into that too much. I right. figure that this would be the player to broadcast their voice and where they stand with it. And obviously, you can see that they're on the side of wanting to make other players comfortable. Because the fact of the matter is, is there may be more players that just aren't open and out at the moment right so mm. the goal would be to create an environment in which they do feel safe doing so but again we kind of talked about this with the world cup in guitar with people coming from other countries being of different religions the nhl is sort of a melting pot so yeah it's i mean it, yeah when you're an organization or an opportunity like that i think you just have to accept the fact that you're going to have a lot of people who are interested in joining that organization or participating in some way. Yep. Uh, so inclusion efforts, of course, are always developing. They're always uh, trying to become more inclusive, and that's a good thing. Um, and, of course, no one's ever going to be perfect at it until, uh, as time goes on, you know, we, right. we learn more and more. Um, but, yeah, people really need to just approach it with an open mind and realize if it's something that a lot of people enjoy, you're going to have to be a little more inclusive so that people can enjoy it. Right. I mean, these are professionals. They are getting paid to be on these teams. 
and in this league and it is held here in the states with the u.s and canada um, there are people that come from russia germany all other kind of countries um, not to say they have to just leave their beliefs and everything they grew up knowing at the door but this is kind of you know now they're incorporated in our culture like mm -hmm. you're stating so right. finding a way to treat everybody appropriately is yeah obviously going to be the common goal exactly it's a part of good sportsmanship absolutely so speaking of good sportsmanship not really. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Shannon Sharp, Pro Football Hall of Fame tight end and current co-host of the sh sports opinion and debate show Skip and Shannon Undisputed, got into a trash-talking confrontation with Dylan Brooks, NBA player for Memphis Grizzlies, while Sharp was sitting courtside at the Memphis Grizzlies versus Los Angeles Lakers game. This escalated into him trash-talking with Grizzly player Steven Adams, and father of Grizzly, Grizzly player John Morant, his father T. Morant. So there was a little shoving, but nothing overly physical. Sharp was eventually escorted from the floor. So oh, this is better served if you look up the video. It's obviously on <laughs> Twitter, TMZ. Right, it's probably all over the place. Lots of places. Yeah, so... You know, there was some jaw jacking going on. I'm sure maybe you can find out what was said or what started it all, but it's pretty much just people talking trash. He's a Lakers fan or was there supporting the Lakers, and then he was sitting very close to Grizzlies players and saying things to them that players were not happy about. So, And I would like to point out before you watch the video, Steven Adams is a very large man so i would not <laughs> and shannon sharp is as well yeah don't, a, a don't former, mess with them yeah former tight end but those two looking at one another i mean that's that could have gone uh poorly quickly so they did handle the situation by getting him out of there but just you know we've gone over that this happened between teammates at practice so right. sometimes things do get elevated we've seen some punches thrown in the nfl which to me is always kind of funny because they're literally wearing a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> so right, you're right. Punching. Like, what are you going to, you're just going to punch, it's going to absorb everything. Yeah. If the any, whole point of the helmet. <laughs> you're hurting your hand more than you're hurting their head. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, in a high emotion situation, thought goes out the window. Exactly. And, I mean, sports in general is, is just a high emotion, high excitement situation. So altercations like this will happen all the time. Uh which which kind of sucks. It's yeah, like, just sit down, enjoy the game. Yeah, root for your team, but don't fight the other team. Right. That's not gonna do anything. Your team isn't gonna play better because you beat up some guy who was rooting for the other team. No, exactly. I know. Yeah, that's. I actually don't know the results of the game. It's like but. that episode of South Park where like Randy uh, is like <laughs> going up against the other dads at the kids' uh, baseball games. And all that. And he's like <laughs> trying to fight someone every single game. There you um, go. <clears throat> it's like it's like a competition in its in itself. He's trying to be like the toughest dad at the games or something. <laughs> but <laughs> it doesn't help the game at all, and it ends up getting their team disqualified in the end, oh, which right. they're excited about because they don't want to play. <laughs> they get to like the final thing, and all the other teams are like throwing the game, and they're better at throwing the game than them. 
It's like <laughs> a game just within like, the game. Play this. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, it's a good episode. Yeah. Let's see. So maybe in this case, it actually worked. So Lakers <laughs> won one twenty two to 121 very close game so yep. maybe that was the difference maker <laughs> that's why they not, saw that happen yeah not really um <laughs> and then last we're going to be talking nfl so as this is being recorded on sunday there were games played yesterday on saturday the chiefs beat the jaguars 27 to 20 and the eagles beat the giants 38 to 7 biggest takeaway from the games would be that so far would be that Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain. So I'm trying to believe, I'm trying to think, I believe I went, I think I picked three games last week because I did predictions. I'm going to yeah. predictions again. I have only two today. I want to say... Yeah, how did your predictions go last week? I predicted the Bills. The Bills won. Next we had the... Giants beat the Vikings, so that was an upset for me. I said the Vikings were going to win. And then the Bengals beat the Ravens. So of the ones I predicted on the show, I went 2-1. and one. So I okay. did okay. have one go south on me. But I'm going to do two today, and hopefully that these go well. They are the favorites to win. So that Can't just, predict them all, you know. Exactly. <laughs> And the two favorites won yesterday, so that just means to me, one of these two, or if not two of these two, are probably going to be an upset because oh, the right. favorites don't always win, like you said. Right, right. There's upsets that win. There's underdogs that win. But long story short, I believe that the Bills are going to beat the Vi or sorry, I believe the Bills are going to beat the Bengals, and I believe the 49ers are going to beat the Cowboys. A little update on Demar Hamlin. I believe he is expected to be in attendance at the game. Oh, okay. So things are continuing to go in the right direction. Good, good. And that is what I have for us. Very good. Okay, so I'll pick it up with my news. Just yep. kind of like rapid firing, not too many details, details. Uh, but we got some updates on some stories that I talked about in previous episodes. So first off, Alec Baldwin. Right. With the, uh, the shooting on the rust set of uh, Helena Hutchins. He's now facing charges of involuntary manslaughter. Um, so we'll see as that updates and goes to trial and everything and uh, whether he actually has to pay a fee or do time or whatever the, the whole thing is. Uh, but he is going to be facing charges. We know that now. Uh, forensic evidence showed that he did indeed pull the trigger, right. uh, which gives him some sort of cause even though he was stating that it fired on its own or that it was an accidental mm. charge. So, um, I, I mean, we don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I don't think that he meant to, like, shoot her. Right. But I, I, we don't know the full situation. We weren't there. So we'll see as it goes to trial again what is the decision, what is the full uh, punishment that he might face. So it's been proven that... He, like you were saying, at least it was pulled proven the trigger. That he, he, yeah, he pulled he, the trigger. He wasn't just holding it, but he was pointing it at somebody, right? Right, yeah. He shouldn't have even been pointing it at the cinematographer is what people are saying. So, right. Um, yeah, it's an odd situation for sure. Um, and next update, we talked about Jerry, Jeremy Renner and getting run over by that uh, snowplow on uh, New Year's. Well... Updates, he's he's doing a little bit better. He's able to respond a lot more, communicate over social media a lot more. He's getting a lot of support from his uh, castmates in the Marvel Universe and beyond. 
Um, we found out that he broke 30 bones oh in that accident. Goodness. 30 bones. So That's it's, it's going to take a while for those to heal. Uh, doctors still aren't quite sure whether he's going to walk again or what the whole situation is. Um, so, yeah, again, more on that as it develops. We'll yeah. see how, how he does in a few months or weeks or however long it takes to heal 30 bones however long. when you're 50-something. I can't imagine. <laughs> that is incredible. That I mean, his body's in pretty good shape. He's a healthy guy. Yeah. So I would assume that his immune system or his, uh, his, his healing properties inside of him, <laughs> however yeah. you want. I'm not a biologist or anything, but yeah. I'm assing that he he should be healing normally. Yeah. Um, there's not like that it, you know if you of. were like older and not in shape and not eating right and all that, it's it's a different story. But him I, I feel like he should be healing just fine. Well but even if he does heal just fine, it could still cause irreparable damage to him and being able to walk. So Of course, but like you're saying there's no to your knowledge, um, deficiencies in terms of healing or yeah, it sounds or it sounds yeah. like he's continuing to recover just fine. I think so. Good, good. Yeah, more on that as it develops. Next up, Critics' Choice Awards happened earlier this week. So when we recorded last week's episode was when they happened. Um, so just a quick update on that. I mean, you can look up the awards online on their website or on their social media. But we saw similar winners to uh, the Golden Globes winners. So Everything Everywhere All at Once won a couple awards. Uh, Better Call Saul won a few awards. Abbott Elementary, Brendan Fraser. So we saw a lot of similar winnings. So the main thing that this is helpful for, these award shows earlier in the year, is for determining who might win the Oscars. Okay. Uh, so the Oscar nominees come out early February. And then the Oscars themselves, I believe, are in March, we said earlier. So um, when we get those nominees early February, we kind of look at these winners and see, oh, well, what have people been choosing so far? Uh, what could possibly the Oscars committee or academy end up choosing? Got it. Kind of reminds me of some sports awards. They do like all-star break in the middle for NHL, NBA, and MLB, and that can kind of be predictive of who may get first team awards, which is the highest because they do second and third and so on, depending upon the sport. So, yeah, kind of a little teaser, right? Yeah, a bit. yeah, a little bit of a teaser. It's a preview. I yeah. mean, obviously, all these award shows are important in their own right, but they all cover a different sort of thing, a different sort of feel, and it's different people voting each time. So, mm -hmm. it really just depends on what who votes what, and the Academy. These are people who have been on, on that academy for, for years and years. Okay. Um, and you get invited to be a member of that. And some people have declined. Uh, so, I mean, there's always controversy around the academy and whether they're, like, choosing favorites and stuff. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, just real quick, also happens in sports. There's different ways that people are able to obtain votes. So, yeah, with that being said, you're thinking maybe this – certain person that's voting is biased maybe this other person is fair um, but again there's multiple people that do it so yeah there's there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot behind the scenes for sure all right and that wraps it up for news for me so it's time for us to move on to our next segment but not before we have a word from our sponsor nope. um, 
<laughs> Shoot Your that. Shot Sports, and if it has a score, is sponsored by TickPick. Uh, TickPick is a no-fee, 100% guaranteed ticket site. Uh, you can go there to purchase tickets for sporting events, theater events, uh, comedy shows, basically anything that you have to buy a ticket for, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if you can support the podcast, if you use our unique link, bit.ly slash score tp bit.ly slash score tp that again is all lowercase so make sure that if you are seeing anything sometime soon or maybe if you're planning ahead for like spring break in a couple months here definitely consider using our link and don't forget valentine's day is in a couple weeks folks you gotta set something up and you want that guarantee that 100 percent guarantee that you'll be able to get tickets so this would be a good source for you to find your plans for valentine's day and beyond yep maybe go to a sporting event and be on the kiss cam maybe see some sort of romantic theatrical production or maybe go to a comedy show in which case there will be some fun crowd work on (laughs) valentine's day or do a singles night at the comedy show or a theater event or sporting event you know whatever whatever floats your boat Uh watch other people on the kiss can yeah Yeah. Uh if if that gets you going whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh yes but that link again is bit.ly slash score tp so thank you again to TickPick for sponsoring our show we're going to move on now to Devin's Director's Cut. Just a reminder, the theme this month is New Beginnings, yes. which means we're talking about uh, someone who had their start last year. So yes. I'm thinking we're looking at a rookie. We sure are. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head right here. So gotcha. I think what people would like to hear about is Brock Purdy, who I mentioned last week. Okay. However... That story is currently ongoing. We said that they have a chance. He has a chance, the team and him. He has a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. And he was picked last in the draft. But we're not there yet. We're still in the divisional round. And as we're recording this, they haven't played their game yet. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Okay. Um, I also feel like, well, we have done IDP. We mostly talk about offensive players when we've been talking about football. That's okay. kind of yeah. the fantasy football mindset has you think in offense. I would like to talk about a defensive player that has came into the league and changed the game almost instantly in the league and for his team. So we're going to be talking about Sauce Gardner from the New York Jets. His name is Sauce? His name is Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Yeah. It's like, who names their kids Sauce? (laughs) Nickname, but it's really cool to me when your nickname just replaces your first name because that is just... It's such a good name. It's such a good nickname, and it's also literally what people call you. Right, right. What what is it uh, in reference to? Like, what, what, what makes Sauce a good nickname? Let me see. Let me go to this because we are going to cover this person, but let's see. So the only thing I could think of is like when people say lost in the sauce and like you're just like in the zone, you know? They do say that. So I was going to say, so they're, yeah, lost in the sauce. So he is a cornerback and I'll I'll get to kind of why it was given to him. I guess I'll do it now. So it's given to him by a youth football coach who we will be casting Okay. um, due to his ability on the field. And he did play cornerback, and in his younger days of playing, he also played wide receiver, but he's a cornerback. 
So you're covering the wide receivers, and if a wide receiver normally catches the ball five to ten times, and then they play against you, and they catch it zero times, mm-hmm. yeah, now you can say stuff like you got lost in the sauce, or you were on Sauce Island, and you <laughs> sauce got lost. Island. <laughs> well, there's this one player, there's Revis, and they say like Revis Island, like you kind of got caught okay. into this like stratosphere, let's say, and you for the whole game you were blanketed, you had somebody over you and the quarterback couldn't find you yeah. so okay some of these some of these <laughs> nicknames are stretches i don't know about calling someone a whole island but i i guess i guess i don't know you got lost in an island you, you were you were isolated of, you were isolated you, okay they uh they the quarterback couldn't you're find stranded. you all game yes yeah. you're stranded okay. they had to find other options because you were nowhere to be found gotcha <laughs> all right i'll just accept it and let it happen but lost in the sauce <laughs> is good Right. Yeah. 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 Sauce is pretty. Yeah. I guess like when you hear sauce, you don't. That's not something that you hear too often as a nickname. So right. It's unique, which is nice. So tell me more about this guy. So what? What exactly? We're gonna make a movie about him, yep. which is the bit. What exactly is the route that we're going? Like what? So he's new this year. Yeah. Is it just like a come up story or what? Pretty much just come up story. I would like to do because based on our theme, new beginnings. We said that this was a rookie, and I would like to state that as a rookie, he already was voted to a Pro Bowl, so that's usually something that experienced players are getting their name in the hat for, but he did that as a rookie. Very good accomplishment, and then he was first team All-Pro, so I was just talking about that earlier. I believe for NFL, there's second maybe third but there's at least second so for him to be an all pro first team not second or third in his given position i believe they only do like one or two per your conference okay that means that he's already elite status in the league in his very first year in playing so there's people that have been playing three years five years seven years uh they may be in a more peak physical stage as well as being more experienced and mm-hmm. he was already able to get his name uh, uh, and his abilities at like a higher level in terms of how he was viewed uh, okay, by the yeah. league so basically we're just going to do it from him playing youth football to his rookie year i mean i think that this will be a great player for years to come but it is new beginnings, and he is new to the NFL. Okay, so the movie's like an introduction to him mm-hmm. and the come-up story of where he's at now and yep. prospects for the future. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, so we have to cast him first. Yep. Uh, how old is he? He is currently 22 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Born in the year 2000. <laughs> that's, oh, my gosh. That's so weird to say. Um, Tell me That's about pretty it. young. Okay. Um, similar story for some actors. I'm thinking of probably a newer show, mm-hmm. and we want something that has similar hype around it. You know, yeah. um, So what's what's coming to mind right now is Stranger Things is really popular right now, and it was popular when it first came out too. And what was also popular when it first came out was the group of child actors from that show. Like those kids were amazing. <laughs> they, their chemistry was great. They built off each other really well. Um, they got like rave reviews in the first season. Sure, the second season fell off, but it's really come back now. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking we go with um, this is one of the actors on the show, one of the main characters. Um, Caleb McLaughlin plays the character. Okay. And uh, he's he's a younger actor. He's um, looks like looking him up right now. Twenty mm-hmm. one. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah. So he's he's younger. He's still kind of coming up in his in his acting career, uh, and I'm sure he'll get many more roles after this just because of how well he's doing on the show. Totally. Uh, so I'm thinking that would be a good good role for this. I, I think Caleb McLaughlin is going to be our sauce. I like that. Yeah, I like being able to go from that series that. Yeah, to me, from the people I talk to and hear from, that is... Oh, it's so popular. Yeah, that's so popular. I mean, I'm living under a rock by not watching it, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I, I like that. I know a lot of people that enjoy that. So I think they would enjoy seeing this actor in this as well. And it'll bring in some traction for the movie if they see, oh, it's got the Stranger Things kid in it. Yes. Then they'll, they'll go see it. I do know that there's... Probably some people that watch movies based on directors, based on actors. So this would be no different. I like it. Bring in some other audience members that maybe wouldn't have watched before. So, all right. We were talking a little bit about the youth coach. So let's start there. So at the age of six, so maybe we'll have to have Sauce Jr. or something. But we Sauce. can kind of get to that. I think have a every- younger one. Yeah, I, I think everything else, like high school and college and NFL will be all kind of relative. If we have somebody that's 21 when you're in high school, you're what, you're about 18, and then... Okay, so it was a youth coach when he was in... Oh, no. We have a youth coach, and he was given his nickname at the age of six, so we can just have... Okay, we'll just take whatever kid auditions. (laughs) There we go, yeah. Um, So, yeah, we have him at the age of six, and then we could, like, kind of what I was justifying is... When you're in high school, your senior year, probably about 17, 18, and then when you're in college, you're in your 20s, and then he was in college for three years, and now he is 22. So long story short, it's all kind of relative. We're going to be able to have the same actor. It just, like you said, we're going to have to have some random audition that's trying to get into commercials and trying to get into TV and cast them, but we don't know at this time. Uh Long story short. We are going to be casting a youth football coach. Okay. Um, in which I've been trying to look, and it is a youth football coach in the Michigan area. All right. Probably Detroit area. What well, really was not able to find too much. <laughs> it is youth football. Okay. I mean, it's cool that Sauce started there and is now in the National Football League. However, this is a, this is a six-year-old, and these are children playing football. So not very what do you say, recognized individuals. They probably have their day job, whether they're teaching or doing something else, and then they do this either for free or for a very low amount of money. (laughs) They do this more so for being passionate about it. Maybe their kids are doing it at the same time. Okay. This is just, I was not able to find anything. So what I would like to ask you to do is maybe think of like some of the most famous football movies or TV shows and cast a coach from there. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. Um, um, okay, so with with youth coaches, the thing that I've noticed, and like this is from portrayals on media and 
knowledge in general. It's either like it's it's usually like someone's dad on the team, right? But yeah, it could also be someone who's really old and enjoys the game, right? Or someone who's like brand new, really young. Yeah. Um, there's not really much in between there. So let's go the old route. So it's someone okay. that's like wise. Yeah. Because he's the youth coach who gave him the name. And he's probably not in the movie very long anyway. So no. um, famous coaches, famous coaches. Let's see. Yeah, I know sports isn't particularly <laughs> your genre. I don't really watch sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, football ones. I mean, maybe there's some comedy ones that have sports elements in them. Um, okay. Well, here's one. Um, okay. Denzel Washington played a coach once. Hey. In I know uh, who is. Remember the Titans. <laughs> okay, yeah. Whatever that was about. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans football team. But not the NFL yeah. one. And this yeah. top 10 uh, football coaches from movies list. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I like it. Let's just go with that. I do, yeah. And I... Denzel Washington's like an A list actor, it'll bring us more views. Yeah, if we're going for what I think we're going for, based on the first two, we're going for recognition of actors. Be like, oh, I know this actor from this, or I know this actor from this. Yeah. So we're really trying to get people in the seats. and That's you know. that's the thing with like rookie. If we're going to make a movie about a rookie, we are going to have to pull some of that more like star power sort of moves. Yeah. Um, because not everyone's going to know him who, who watches. Yes. If it's someone like Peyton Manning who played for so long and everything, that would make sense. But yeah. um, he, he has star power now. Or like LeBron James, he has star power now. Right. But like someone in their first year, they're still kind of gaining, people are gaining more knowledge about that person. So we're going to have to rely a little bit more on the star power. And Denzel Washington is definitely going to help with that. Yeah. For example... I mean, I know of Sauce. I knew of Sauce from draft night a little bit before that. And a little bit of college, which we will get into later, right after high school, coach. But, yeah, I mean, I know all about it because I pay attention to football and what happens in the off season and during the season. So I'm well-versed in it. Other people that watch casually or don't watch at all may not be but i still think this is a good story nonetheless so right yeah some star power i think will bring some attention to this story yeah either nice. way so next we are going from youth football to high school high school okay. yes so like i mentioned we'll be doing high school okay knew a little bit more about this coach but was not able to find out too much about them so we do have tyrone spencer tyrone i believe you'll be able to find pictures of this man i believe that he is about middle-aged and based on seeing him stand next to other people um detroit average height too yes yeah um sorry yeah it is what is the high school Uh, martin luther king yeah Detroit school, right? Martin Luther King Jr. High School is what yep. I'm seeing here. Yes, yep, that is that is the one. So okay, okay. Not able to find out too much. Luckily, we do have some pictures. I believe he received some sort of award from the NFL, actually, or he had the honor of doing some sort of coaching some sort of game. So there are some pictures on him. Wasn't able to find out birthday. Wasn't able to find any sort of height dimensions or anything. 
like I will for some of these other coaches and other people we will be discussing later. But it looks about average size from these pictures I'm seeing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, if it's high school, you want your coach, someone who can be stern, but at the same time, someone who can be a little lighthearted. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's usually what keeps a lot of people in the activities that they do in high school. The fact that they have some sort of connection with their coach, their director, their, their, uh, their teacher in general. Um, so we want someone that is a little more lighthearted, but can still do like, like coach. Now, I don't want to say yelling because like, that's not the main part of a coach, but like can have that stern and more official voice. Motivation, fire you up, make you feel intense. Right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you do have to get high levels of adrenaline while playing. So what I'm thinking, uh, let's go with, yeah, this will be a good one. Um, Lil Rel, ooh, Milton Lil Rel Howery. Okay. He's, he's an actor and a comedian. Okay. And he was most recently in, well, not most recently, but pretty recently was in the uh, Jordan Peele movie Get Out. Okay. Uh, and he's really good in that one. I, yeah. I love him. Um, he's... Most of the movies I see him in, he's a very enjoyable character. Uh, and while he might not like be the the first actor in in someone's like forefront of their mind, yeah, he's definitely someone that you recognize, yeah, and that that you think fondly of. I'd, I'd say, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's go with him. Lil Rel's gonna be our um, our coach, Coach uh, Tyrone, good Spencer. And let's not get it twisted. We said that coaches can be intense. They're getting you fired up. It is a physical sport, and you are going out there with the intent of winning and not tying or not losing. You're trying to win, and it is a battle of sorts. However, it's supposed to be fun at the end of the day. So having somebody um, with this sort of background, I think, is also good because they're not intense and they're not like not approachable all the time there's times where they can be good you know a good person to approach and lighthearted and fun they have to be very well balanced mm-hmm. um, some are kind of more intense than others some are more playful than others we've seen different styles throughout the years and all different kinds of leagues of sorts right but right. I think that this is a good choice and what team does this guy play on again he is with the right New now? York Jets. Okay. We'll be getting into that. I'll do two uh, personnel or actors from now. We will be doing the his current coach. We'll also be doing, uh, I won't spoil it too much, but I'll tell you where he got drafted in terms of the order of the draft and uh, the team we know of because we're looking him up and stuff. But I'll kind of go through some of that draft night stuff. Okay. The night of. Um, cause that's obviously like a night that changes these young men's life. So, uh, very cool moment to be drafted. So next we have him playing college football. So he played college football for the Cincinnati Bearcat football team. So okay. at the time, Cincinnati, that's a far, far drive from Michigan. Well, not super far, but that's out of state now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's common. 
for them to kind of move elsewhere and try something new. You know, some move completely across the country and then some move somewhere close to home where it's a decent drive for family members and friends and stuff. But you're still, you're growing up, you're becoming a young adult, kind of learning the way, surrounding yourself by new people. Mm -hmm. So this was an opportunity to be somewhere in between. And obviously there's people that stay in their home state for their whole life. Like I know people that they went to college in terms of NFL, like in the same state, and then they were actually drafted by a team in the same state as well. Uh, there's one player, uh, Kenny Pickett, that's Pittsburgh through and through, and then we have Tua Tagliavoa, who went from Hawaii to Alabama University to now playing for the Miami Dolphins. All right, so those, all right. are, those are quite the leaps. Yeah, you can like, uh, hop around the country, or yes. you can kind of just stay in your circle. It's really up to you. Exactly. So we do have coach at the time, Luke Fickle. We have a 49-year-old white man who okay. is six foot four so i do have ages and heights for these next few just because they are more well-known figures i would like to say while you're looking that up that for the ncaa we have him being a three-time first team all acc and then he was a consensus all-american he was also a AC Defensive Player of the Year. Don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I will say that there are still some NFL awards that have not came out yet that Sauce is in the running for. So okay. I'll get into that. But right now, figured I would say all of his highlights and awards for college. So first team, Defensive Player of the Year, All-American, some very great accomplishments in his three seasons from 2019 to 2021 we are referring to mm. okay okay um let's see just looking at his face he kind of reminds me of um rob riggle okay he's like a he's an actor another comedian too but um he's just got one of those faces <laughs> like I don't know. It just kind of brightens up the room when you see his face, but he's able to be pretty stern, too. He actually used to be a uh, Marine officer. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was going to say, I know he has a military background. I think he has some sort of serious sports background, but I know as of right now, he is the co-host of the show Holy Moly on ABC. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. like extreme mini golf. Uh, show. <laughs> while he is the comedic relief and the analyst, while they do have a more serious play-by-play -play person, Joe Tessitore from ESPN, uh, those two in the booth, I mean, if you've ever watched that show, they make the show, like, and, it, it would be fun regardless, but they make the show a lot of fun. So right. I think putting him in the role of a coach would also be a lot Wasn't of fun. Wasn't he a coach or something in uh, 21 Jump, Jump Street, too? Like, he worked at the school. I know he was, like, a teacher or something. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually finished that movie. Um, I want to say he was the football coach. <laughs> so, I've, talk I've talked about this show on this show before. So, in the show Modern Family, he is a realtor, and the 
dad in the show, Phil Dunphy, is also a realtor. So those two kind of have a rivalry of who's going to be having a certain listing and who's selling more homes and all this other thing. So when you're in college, you have rivalries as well and you have competitors as well. So you can kind of see him having that competitive spirit in this show. Um, did you find out whether or not he's in that movie? He, he's in well, 20, I know he's in, in that role. Jump Street. I mean, I think he's a coach. Yeah, I want to say okay. he's a coach or something. He's wearing a whistle in these yeah. pictures. So At least PE teacher. <laughs> yeah, he did, maybe it's PE teacher. Maybe. But, but hey. It's, it's something like that. So that's, it makes sense. Coaching so. people. Yeah. If you're a PE yeah. teacher or a coach. So yeah. he has the experience already. I'd say there's a couple things that makes him experienced. And there is definitely some star aspects. Again, like we've been saying, we're trying to get some A-list people and some recognizable people, some stars for this film. I mean, we did get a huge budget allotted to us. And we are trying to allocate all those funds right now aren't we so right yeah <laughs> yeah another face that's gonna bring more people into seats i feel yeah i'm a fan of his so went over all of the awards and highlights for college he played college at the same university for three years you may remember in devon's director's cut in our first month of doing the show, what was that, August, when we did Back to School? Yeah, we, that would be September we September, did Back to School. September, September, yeah. yeah. Uh, August was our first month, but that was the first time we did that segment. We did Kyler Murray, who entered the transfer portal and attended two universities. Right. Sauce Gardner only attending one and staying true. So I like and respect that, and he had the same coach throughout that time. Again, Luke Fickle is now coaching elsewhere he is at uw madison but that doesn't pertain to our story gotcha just, yeah rob so. riggle just leaves yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly when it's his time to go in the movie it will be sauce time sauce's time to go as well mm. so now we're moving on to sort of before the draft a uh, little bit so we'll have some stuff with sauce maybe doing some workouts and stuff so I will say that there is a scouting process that takes place. Uh -huh. So we're doing a little jumping around where he'll be introduced to his future head coach. So we will introduce them to you at the time. But obviously this player was scouted by this team and this coach. So I would now like to bring up the coach of the New York Jets. We okay. have Robert Sala. He is a 43-year-old man. He is Egyptian and Lebanese, and he is six foot two. So again, just based on these people being more well-known, coaching more well-known teams, unlike youth and high school. I mean, these are broadcast games and whatnot, so I do have more information on these people. Okay. Um, I know you're looking it up right now. you have any ideas at the moment, or can I talk a little bit more about Salah? I'm going to be honest, I don't know too many Middle Eastern male actors. Like, it, that's around that area, so I figure, yeah. and like, looking All right, pictures. So, so give, me, give me just a second yep, here. I'll do a little bit more introduction. So he was last coaching for the San Francisco 49ers. He was the defensive coordinator. That head coach for the 49ers, Mike Shanahan, has had a lot of his coordinators or position coaches actually become 
head coaches. So it's, as they call it, a coaching tree. You're on that tree. And he was able to rise through the ranks and become a head coach. And he was actually able to become the first Middle Eastern head coach in the NFL. And I believe everything he had done before that, if I'm not mistaken, like I believe he was the first coordinator and so on in the NFL. So good accomplishment to rise through the ranks for himself. And I'm sure friends and family are proud. Um, something I do know about him, obviously he's defense oriented, but in terms of being a head coach and a leader, I do know that he tells, if I believe this, interview if, if I remember correctly he tells a story pretty much before every practice in every game uh -huh. the team sits down and they listen to coach and obviously everybody responds differently like some people are maybe fully invested maybe some other people are like all right when do we get to hit each other when do we get to practice or when do we get to prepare <laughs> but you are a leader and you are trying to inspire people in the ways that you know how so I think telling stories of adversity or telling stories that may be perceived as funny, may be perceived as you're being brave. Whatever the stories are, I didn't know too much about them, but if you're telling a story every day, they all have to be different. You know, you can't have done, like, this many, X amount of, like, brave things or X amount of, like, saving the day uh, just based on, I mean, maybe he's done a lot, but I don't think you have a story for every single day season after season after season right so there i'm sure all different kinds of stories maybe some long some short but i just thought that that was cool that a player said that in an interview because you don't hear of that all the time everybody has different styles and things that they do and that was unique and stuck out to me um now at this point in time have you found someone or should i ramble on <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, the rough part about this is you, you want to do as much justice to the person, the actual real life person and their ethnicity, their culture. You want to make sure that you're casting properly for that. Right. Um, because I mean, there's so many times in Hollywood where that, that gets messed up and it's just, it's not a good thing. Um, so, uh, I, I'm taking some more time here. I mean, he's he's Egyptian, Lebanese. Yes. Uh, so we're looking around the Middle Eastern area. Yeah. Um, or or Northern African area. Mm -hmm. Oh man. And I mean, there's a few like famous Egyptian actor actors. You've got like Rami Malek, who's pretty famous, but he just I don't know if he'd really fit the role too well. So right, NFL head coach. We have somebody that. So if you're New to coaching as a head coach, that unfortunately means that you're replacing a coach that was just fired, and they were fired because their team was underperforming. So the team may not be all that put together. They may have some missing pieces, or there may be some other deficiencies. So you're kind of taking a team that was once bad, and you're trying to make them good. And they took some steps in the right direction. They did finish the season. Actually, let me just look this up. I want to say winning record. They were very close to making the playoffs. They fell just short. Let's see. Ah, 7-10. and ten. They had a winning record in the beginning of the season, and they, I believe, were just one or two games away from the playoffs. But nonetheless, there was a huge improvement from the year before. 
and people are saying with the amount of young players they have, including Sauce, that that was a step in the right direction. You're not just overnight going to become a team that only won two games to a team that won 12 games. It There are steps to it, so this was a step in the right direction, and I believe that seeing him talk in, to the media and stuff, that he handled a lot of these situations well in terms of being like, we're not where we want to be, but we're taking steps in the okay. right direction. Yeah, so he, he can be honest, Yes. and at the same time, he can tell stories and mm -hmm. be able to, to entertain. Yeah. Um... Okay, well, in my research, I haven't seen much of this guy's work, uh, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but he's bald. Yes, <laughs> so is Robert Sala, yes. Um, but he's he's a comedian, he's an actor and writer, so okay. like he's able to tell stories and there write stories. It's a good connection. Um, yeah. So that might work. Uh, his name's Maz Jabrani, I, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Is, is and um, he's from Iran. Okay. So it's it's close in area, and he, he has a few acting credits. Not a lot, but they're more recent. Uh, so it looks like he might be new to the industry. Okay. Maybe. Or well, no, this will be... it's, it's, his list does go back pretty far, but it, it it's a little more sporadic in like smaller roles. But yeah. he does have a couple of. Uh, podcasts that he he does and other things. So I mean, if you're on a podcast, you yeah. know you have to be able to weave stories and create stories. So absolutely, and talk to others. Maybe he has guests on his podcast, right? So maybe he's given other people advice because he's like you said, been doing something uh, the same thing for a long time. So maybe some younger guests come on and ask for advice. You know, not directly. But he has some wisdom to give them, and coaches provide that as well. Right. Uh, I also really like the storytelling aspect. So based on Sala doing that, I think if you've seen a comedian, if not, you know, let's hit up Tick Pick. But if you've seen a comedian, <laughs> you know that they're telling stories. So I think that him being a storyteller and a comedian being notorious for storytelling is a good fit. Right, and the fact that, like... Um, Sala, Sala, right? Yep. He's he's like newer to the position, right? So, yes. This so, is... I mean, he's newer to the acting world. He's newer to the position. So, like, I feel like they've got different outlooks on it. And that, that makes him kind of similar in a way. Yep. This upcoming season will be his third season. He just got finished coaching his second season as the Jets head coach. Yeah. All right. So, we have a head coach. We know that at the time... He is scouting him, so let's go on to say that the Jets that scouted Sauce Gardner ended uh -huh. up drafting him. Okay. So he was selected fourth overall in the NFL draft. So he is that was good. <laughs> he was a really high draft pick, uh, especially for the position. I mean, so the closer to first you are, the better. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Just, yes. just making sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they call these like blue chip players, let's just say. So again, if you're first in the draft, that means your team finished with the like worst record in the league. You won maybe one or two games or something. So you're now at the beginning of the draft in order to get you, as they call them, blue chip players. So even if your team may not be the best, you're a work in progress, 
This player should be a game changer for you. This player should play n well no matter if he's on the worst team or the best team. They right. Call, that's why they call them blue chips. So these like top three, top five, even top ten players are going to be like your anchor. Like you, they are holding your team down until you're able to get more players and better players. Mm -hmm. So being in the top five, being picked number four, yeah, that was a huge accomplishment and you knew that he was going to come in and be a um, game changer right away. Obviously, we went ahead and did some of the awards. Um, I'll do like this last award that he is in the running for later, but I would just like to quickly cast Roger Goodell because in the first round, he hands jerseys to the players on draft night. This is the commissioner of the National Football League. He is a 63-year-old white man who is five foot eleven. So some Roger people Goodell. are not fans of Roger Goodell. On draft night, he receives booze. <laughs> but there are some people that understand. This is kind of where I'm at with it. That it's a tough job. That you really are never going to be able to make everybody happy. We have 32 teams, which means we have owners, we have coaches, we have players, we have fans. And you are a decision maker for all of these people, really, at the end of the day. So there's very intense situations as in, like, the DeMar Hamlin situation. That was one that was very tough to navigate. And then we have other situations like fines for penalties during the game. We have, and again, there's, like, a players union and players association as well that also... They negotiate and things like that. But nonetheless, we have somebody that has to make very important decisions is basically what I'm getting at. So I don't know if right. you want to do <laughs> someone that's been in like more serious roles. Okay. Um, just kind of take that as what it is. Is That's like the as a commissioner of anything, you're going to have to make decisions that are not going to make everybody happy. But how can you make everybody happy when it's so many organizations? Yeah, totally, totally. Um. So we definitely want to go with someone who has a more serious role and can uh, take responsibility. I mean, leadership roles are never easy, uh, so that's that's for sure. Um, looking at what I have here. Mm hmm. So looking at his face, he reminds me a lot of uh, Jeff Daniels. Okay. Uh, Jeff Daniels is is known for a couple different roles. Like he's he's done some more like goofy roles. Like if you ever seen the movie RV, Robin Williams movie, uh, he plays like this, um, this the the father of this other family in in the the show that's like known as more like hillbilly type. Okay. <laughs> so like he can be be the more comedic guy. He can be lighthearted, mm -hmm. but he's also been in more serious works uh, or in more serious roles like the newsroom. So I feel like, and looking at his face, he's got like that stern face that can, yeah, has some yeah. power to it. Right. Uh, and he's, he's a well-known actor, but he, he's never won like an Oscar or anything. So got it. I feel like, you know, this might be his Oscar performance. We got to give well him that chance. Be. So let's yeah. go, let's go with uh, Jeff Daniels. I will say um, with all the points that you made. So at least, for this night, the draft night, it is a 
fun night and it is a good night. Right. So there is the NIL deals, so the name, image, and likeness deals that college players can have now. But before that, what they had was their scholarships. And they, unfortunately, were, were, were like in their dorms and sometimes like struggling to like even buy meals and buy other things. Now they're like able to uh, have sponsors and partnerships and things like that, and they're able to make money in other ways, these college athletes are. But before, to go from a college student on a scholarship to a National Football League player that's signing a million-dollar contract, I mean, that is just, like... That's a lot of yeah, excitement, that, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of emotions. But I think a lot of these players, when they're drafted, they are relieved. They are happy. They are excited. So it is good to be there and be the commissioner on a night like this. Right. So, yeah, I I support that. I think that that is good. And let's see if we can get this person uh, their award. Yeah, <laughs> this actor. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I mentioned it earlier. So Sauce Gardner is in the running. He's actually the most favorite player to win the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. So that has not been awarded yet, but in terms of odds and stuff, we don't talk about gambling too much or at all, but... Um, He's got he, good prospects to win that one. Yes, yes he does. That is like the the favorite to win it. So okay, gotcha. We don't know at this time, but I would be surprised if he did not win it. I mean, we're talking about someone that made the Pro Bowl and first all-team, it would only make sense to, well, they didn't win overall Defensive Player of the Year for the whole league, to at least be the rookie Defensive Player of the Year, I think, is within reason. And with that being said, we've risen through the ranks. One last thing I would like to do, as him being a New York Jet I feel like maybe I've been saying <laughs> New Jersey at some point in times. The uh, stadium that they play in is in, in New Jersey. And uh, this is kind of going to be a little bit of a fun way to end the movie. So we do have a store or restaurant in Fort Wayne, New Jersey. Okay. It is a Buffalo Wild Wings. New Jersey. And they released a limited time sauce called Sauce Sauce. Obviously, in honor of Sauce Gardner. Sauce. So, there was a press release with Sauce there and things like that. However, I was not really able to find any representation from Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know if it was the restaurant manager there. I don't know if it was some sort of marketing professional there. Um, but we know that somebody from Buffalo Wild Wings, obviously, was like presenting this and marketing this. So... I uh, hate to so put the ball in your court, role. but yeah, yeah you're having somebody um, from <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> represent, yeah, represent Buffalo Wild Wings, I should say, and this limited time sauce that was done in the area in which they play <laughs> as sort of like a, a tribute or not a tribute, like a retro, or, you know, way to recognize this player for the team. Yeah, yeah. So this is just like. Probably a walk-on cameo role. Yeah. So I think it'd be fun for this to go the route of um, someone that, that people who, you know, are interested in football know. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's throw Tom Brady in there. <laughs> let's do it. Tom yeah. Brady as the Buffalo Wild Wings rep. 
Hey. Get him his uh, acting credit for that. I know he's just getting one of his first acting credits this year with 80 for Brady. Okay. <laughs> the movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, I think it just came out. Some commercials and stuff. Right, so. right. So, yeah, we'll give him we'll give him that. Maybe he'll win an Oscar too. He's <laughs> <laughs> won Super Bowl rings and Pro Bowl honors and stuff, so I'm sure he would take awards however they come. Yeah. I think that that is a good way to tie in the football audience. So, that is who I have us casting and that is uh our movie. I know I didn't really go into too much details about, oh, these were the plays he made, or, oh, they won or lost. I just kind of wanted to do the uprise of this player. Right. And cast people that were important along the way. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Okay. So that's our movie. We got Caleb McLaughlin playing Sauce. We got uh, Maz Jabrani playing his coach currently. Yes, um, Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Rel Howery playing his coach from high school. Yep. Denzel Washington with a, a small role as his youth coach. Yes. Uh, Jeff Daniels as Roger Goodell. Mm-hmm. Rob Riggle as Luke Fickle. And uh, Tom Brady as our Buffalo Wild Wings rep. I think he's going to love that. Oh, yeah, yeah he'll love it. <laughs> he's such a health freak that this is going to be, for him, Like obviously... It'll pain him to put on that uniform. <laughs> I, I think so, I just yeah. imagine him in one of those, like the the jersey or the ref uniform that those yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings employees wear. <laughs> I mean, the me- like the internet would just explode with memes. It would be hilarious. Him because he was a longtime Patriot. He's played for the Bucks the past few seasons. Don't want to get into it too much because, you know, I do some predictions. Obviously, I've made some wrong ones. So I don't want to get into, like, too much... NFL rumor, is this player going to get traded, blah, 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 kind of stuff. Um, He's going to get traded to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he'll be an upcoming free agent, so the thing is is he's going to be playing for a different team if he continues to play, or maybe the same team, but there's a chance he could play for a different team. But a couple of years from now, we have him playing for the uh, yeah for, for the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings, Wings team, so <laughs> you, maybe you'll see edits of him in a Buccaneers uniform and then the <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings uniform. Yes, that would perfect. be a hilarious meme. So, <laughs> um, with that being said, next month is a new theme. We discussed that Valentine's Day is next month, so we're still kind of workshopping a name, but our theme is going to be rom-coms for yeah. it being Valentine's Day. So maybe something along the lines, love is in the air or something with the word love in it, but we're doing rom-coms. Yeah. So, so rom-coms. So any, uh, for our draft, we're going to draft characters from rom-coms. Yep. Uh, we're going to continue on and uh, try to figure out how it's going to fit with our other segments, but we're doing just, you know, Love is in the air, man. Yeah. It's 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 February. <laughs> we want those uh those lovely and in love characters. Yeah, that will be like you said interesting for post or post game analysis. Um, but I think for the movie it won't be too bad. We pretty much make our own rom com centered around an athlete. Or right. Something. Right. Maybe somebody recently engaged or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, that is the theme that we have on tap for next month. And don't forget, as you prepare for next month yourself, mm-hmm. follow our link, bits.ly slash scoretp, to secure some tickets for whatever plans you have for Valentine's Day. Sports, entertainment, 
theater, whatever it is, TickPick is your place to go. Uh, all right, time to wrap up our show with two truths, one lie. Yep. You go first. You did news first. Sure, no problem. And uh, this is like the deciding thing. We can either tie or you win. So That's we'll right. Yeah, a lot of pressure here. So, I don't know. I thought this would be fun. Going off of nicknames, going off of players that are on teams with green jerseys. <laughs> Not really. Okay. But, I mean, they are. So, I decided to focus on one player that's had a couple different nicknames. And two of these are real, one of these is not, of course. So, which of these is not a nickname given to Brooke Lopez, NBA player for the Milwaukee Bucks? Okay. Splash Mountain, Brolo, or Fropez? As in Afro for your hair. What's the player's name again? Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez. So you yes. got Fropez, Splash Mountain, yes. and what's the other one? Brolo. Brolo. That's stupid. It's stupid. That is so dumb. <laughs> that is so stupid. You I'm could going... argue that any of these may be silly, but... Uh, let me look up this guy. Yeah. Does he have an afro? He has before. So he's been in the league a long time. I don't know. I, I want to say it close to like 10 years. So... I'm not going to say, like, may, like these nicknames, he may not be called them anymore, but he was called them at one point in time, if that makes sense. Right. So um, I'm going to say Brolo. That one's stupid. From what I've seen, that is actually his most recent no, nickname. No, that's so dumb. Um, that is the dumbest one. <laughs> a couple years ago, he was being called Splash Mountain because he is a center that doesn't typically... Like, yeah, I he, figured that one was real. He doesn't typically shoot three-pointers, but at one point in his, his career, he started shooting them at his career best. So he went from not shooting three-pointers to like sinking them on a consistent basis. He was splashing them, nothing but net. Right. So splash mountain. So obviously he's a veteran, and there's the term YOLO, but I'm not sure why most recently... YOLO has came back up, but they are calling him Brolo. Yeah, that's why it's <laughs> stupid. YOLO hasn't been in, like, the, the modern conscious for, like, five, ten years now. I guess because everyone, at least I do, I, I call everybody bro. I call my girlfriend bro. Right, bro, <laughs> sure, but Brolo? <laughs> that's um, just stupid. <laughs> Fropez was actually a nickname given to his brother, Robin Lopez, who had a afro... His whole career, pretty much. I would like to say that he still has one. So, if you saw some old pictures, I'm sure you saw at one point in time, Brooke Lopez had a smaller one, but Robin Lopez has always had some larger hair. So, I figured I would sneak that one in. Kind of cool to have two brothers in the NBA and two players that have had some pretty cool nicknames. Uh, maybe next week, I'll do some of Robin Lopez's other name, or nicknames. Yeah, um, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were doing Sauce Gardener, so I was like, let's keep it let's moving nicknames. with the nicknames. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you definitely win this month, you but please. we'll see by how Oops. much. Yep. Uh, mine is, which of these actors has never won an Oscar? Mm, okay. Uh, Jim Carrey, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Nicolas Cage. Mm. And Jim Carrey is... What, that's... Price is right? You don't know. That's Drew Carey. Oh, my goodness. 
Jim, Jim Carrey Car- was oh, the live Jim- action Grinch. The mask. And like, right? Yeah, the mask. Okay. And, yeah. Jeez. And yeah. Those two. Dr. Are, Eggman. Those two must obviously be brothers. Right. right? He's, I'm just kidding. He's recently <laughs> announced that he was going to like be retire from acting and stuff. So. Okay. Wow. All, okay. Drew Carey would have been a little bit like, I don't know. I know <laughs> I he's been know. in some Drew TV Carey and went, stuff. Yeah. But, um, okay. Now that makes it incredibly difficult. I feel like all three of those maybe have won one cheese. Nicolas Cage probably has, I'd be shocked if Leo, I really, you know, I, I feel like when I heard those first two, I was like, yes, for sure. Although now that I am <laughs> not mixing up Jim Carrey and Drew Carey, I still feel like there's a possibility, but my gut was telling me in the beginning that those two have, so I'm just gonna stick with my gut and say Jim Carrey has not. You're right. Jim Whoa. Carrey has not gotten an Oscar. I'm surprised that you got that one. So mixing up him with the, it was, <laughs> Drew Carey it helped me out. You. It's always been, it was always a joke for a while that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't have an Oscar. Okay. And that he was like, just like going all in in all his movies just so he would win one. Uh, but he finally won one in 2016. Got it. And Nicolas Cage, he's only been nominated twice, I think. Because most of his movies do not get nominations. Um, but he won one in 1996. Oh, so not... So really, he hasn't had one any time recently, but... Not really for the roles I was thinking. Yeah. So, my, again, I went with my gut and it paid off. The, all yeah, of Jim my Carrey, thought... Yeah, he's. I think he's been nominated, but he hasn't won. All of my thought processes led me to here, but all of them, to be honest, were, like, very misguided. But, hey... I ended up with two and two, nonetheless. Wes, I regret to inform you that you ended with O oh and four. So I either yeah. need to make these easier or you need to do better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that being said, that wraps up this month. So we will be posting the scores on our social media shortly. We'll also be doing some other posts like the way that we do. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. And we hope you tune in next month for the new theme of rom-coms. That will yeah. be fun and Rom-com. goofy. Rom-com. <laughs> uh, Wes, speaking of social media, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at WSkimMilk or on my website, WSkimMilk.com, for this podcast as well as others. Devin? You can find me on social media as well, DevinLang32, for NFL and fantasy football analysis. Again, I have the picks out there, so be sure to let me know after the fact how I did because this comes out on Wednesday. So <laughs> pat me on the back if I went 2-0 and or if I went 1-1 and or 0-2. Tell me, better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, quick congratulations to one of our new sponsors, Midnight Energy, on selling out completely for their pre-sale. Uh, which just happened, it was like, what, Friday? So Friday was pre-sale. Right, right. And so in three days, they sold out all their products. Uh, if you're interested in Midnight Energy, stay tuned to our podcast for code. Uh, but their actual release, the, the big launch, is February 17th. Make sure you mark your calendars for that. Absolutely. Yep, stay tuned for the code. All right, see you next time. See ya. If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. 
Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.